Previously on Libel the Bible. God provides the Israelites with the laws of restitution. God decrees that female Israelite virgins are worth more than sexually active ones. God likes interest-free loans. God doesn't like female sorcerers. God says enough with bestiality. And now, episode 19 of Libel. Welcome to Live with the Bible, episode, what episode are we on? Plus? 17, 18, 19, they're all yeah. starting to blend together. Yeah, unless you're starting to uh, make me question my, uh, the number of toes I have. <laughs> Ow. So flat. I like to keep you on your toes, Scott. Yeah. By the way, uh, my pen was not heard banging on this wooden, you know, this wooden whatever it is, shelf. What is this? Is it a shelf? No, it's, it contains a, uh, a a sign that was pulled that we pulled out of Ground Zero. Okay. If you look at the sign. You were vandalizing Ground Zero. Nice, Scott. Very nice. All right, so this is episode nineteen of um, Libel the Bible. Yep. Um, back in the same room with Scott. <laughs> How right. was your week? Stu- studio still being worked on. The week was good, man. The week was good, man. Yeah, what was good about yeah. it? Yeah. Work works good. Uh, my boss left the company, unfortunately, which that's not good. He was actually a really good, really good guy. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a loss. So that's that's kind of suck going. But I'll worry about that tomorrow. Right. Tomorrow will be the first day without him. It wasn't uh, because of like the things that we talked about, was no, it? We, we never talked about nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we rarely talk about anything. So that week was good. The weekend was good. Went to barbecue. Went to a couple of, uh, couple of uh, drink spots. No. So uh, it was just a good, good week. That's a good week. I'm, uh, about yours? I'm getting excited for uh, the New York Rangers are going to be in the playoffs, uh, hockey playoffs. I'm a little excited because not only are they in the playoffs for the first time in like five years, but um, this is like the first playoff where my son – has come like online, you know, his brain has come online <laughs> where he's like, he's been watching like some hockey games with me. So this is going to be the first playoff that he actually experiences. So that's like exciting. He's excited for it. Mm. Um, so I'm excited to share that with him. Wow. Do you think, um, I think there's a lot of pressure on the Rangers knowing that your son, this is his first one. They, they have to put in a good performance. Yes. Yes. Nice. I've written them a letter explaining nice. the situation. Nice. Like a, so you know, I'm expecting at least at least win one round. How many rounds are in hockey playoffs? You have to win four in order to win the oh cup. So God, you have to win sixteen cool. games to win the cup. That's a big playoff. Holy um God. for this team, they're a young team. Um this isn't the year that anyone expects them to win a cup, but they have had a great year and they do have an excellent goaltender, so anything can happen. Mm. Um, but for me, I would be happy if they can win one round for sure. And then if they can go deep in the second round, that'll be a successful year. Nice. Cause making the playoffs was like the edict this year. So we made the playoffs. Not only did we make, we didn't just eke into the playoffs. Like we coasted into the playoffs in second place. It's very good team. So, you know, 
I like the, I like the fact that you're, you're you're not setting the standards too high, like your expectations. Yeah, like you always seem happy. Like now, now, because because man, if you were expecting them to win the cup and they didn't, I would not want to be in the same room with you yeah. after that loss. I mean, there was only one year that I expected them to win the cup, and they won the cup that year. Nineteen forty. <laughs> no, I wasn't alive. Oh. Nineteen ninety four. That was a chant, right? That was the chant from Scumbag Islander fans. Oh, all right. So, let's oh, just oh, what? Things. Nah, fuck Islander fans. <laughs> okay. I don't. Oh, I was just. Uh, I went to the uh, the UBS US arena. Yes, yeah. Um, is that where the Islanders are going to play? That's where they're playing this year. Yeah, this is their first year there. Because yeah, sort of you know they they moved to Brooklyn from. Um, I remember that from yeah, the yeah, Nassau yeah. Coliseum. But Brooklyn didn't really build them like a hockey arena. They built like a basketball arena and sort of wedged in like a hockey arena into it. Like the ice was tilted, like the seats. You know how like you sit? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like tilted for hockey. It was like really weird. So like hmm. you were sitting on an angle to where the rink was. And it wasn't really a good arena. And, you know, people on Long Island, they don't come out into like the boroughs or the city. Like, so... That's where the New York Islanders traditional base is. It's out on Long Island. Right, right. Nobody was coming into Brooklyn to oh, watch really? games. Because for them coming into Brooklyn, you know, that's like us going to Staten Island. Yeah. There's no, no reason to do it. No reason. I mean, they got the train station right there. So, yeah, I went to the UBS Arena and I was like, uh, How was it? Uh, it was nice. It was, it's nice. It's, well, yeah. It's I mean, nice. inside. How yeah, was like, yeah, nice. um, the food. The food area, like lots the, of food places. Yeah, lots the pavilions, high end, very expensive. Everything's, yeah, uh, well. but everything's pretty good. Um, I was oh. wondering that the, I heard the Islanders were moving there. Didn't they just renovate the Nassau Coliseum just a couple of years ago? Was that not to keep them in the arena? I don't know if they renovated it, but the problem with the Nassau Coliseum is, um, there's only one promenade. So you have two levels of seating, and everyone filters onto one floor for, like, food courts and bathrooms. There's no, like, boxes. You can't build, like, luxury boxes. Oh. And that's where a lot of money comes from, like uh. the corporate luxury boxes. You know what I mean? So it's it's a really old arena. They couldn't they couldn't continue to play that. That's why they moved to Brooklyn in the first place. Oh, gotcha. um, but as a general rule... Fuck the Islanders. Yeah. Yeah, you know, fuck them. Fuck Islander fans. Yikes. Um, let's go Rangers. All right, all right. Oh, parking sucks there, by the way. Oh, did it suck? You know what, because they're still building the parking garage. They, okay. So the space that you would park is is under construction, so you're, you're kind of on right. all these far-off lots. It's right. A, it's, you're talking like a mile walk. You have to walk. And the parking lots are like right below. They don't have shuttles. Right. You know... I didn't really look into it. I mean, maybe they, I didn't notice, but maybe they did because it's a pretty far walk. Um, is it close to the to Belmont to the racetrack? It's right next to it. Like, it's right next, right next to it. To it. Okay. Like if you fell off the roof, you might land on the racetrack. Right. So, uh, yeah. Once the parking's all uh, worked out, it should be okay. All right. So, um, you want to get into it? <laughs> I guess Exodus twenty three. Yeah. yeah. No. It's not, than not too excited. It's better than hearing about your sports commentary. I guess. Is it? Yeah. I right. Well, I mean, listen. A lot of times, uh, sports uh, podcast uh, don't do so good. <laughs> uh, I always, you know, what podcast people fucking podcast love? People, people, Joe Rogan. love. No, I no. I'm not talking about big podcasts. I'm talking about like independent podcasts. People love true crime podcasts. 
Like, if you're talking about, like, true crime stories, really? people, yeah, there's, like, a million true crime podcasts. You know, it's interesting you say that, because if we take this book literally, this is a true crime po- podcast. There's a Who, lot of Who's crime the criminal? Here. Who isn't the criminal? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is the point of what we're doing now, right? Uh, God's laying down the law, so, like, oh. don't be a criminal. Oh, nice. Nice how that just worked its way right in. So, um... We left off with God providing like laws for restitution and uh, virgin sex, um, things like that. So today uh, we're going to do Exodus 23, maybe 24. We'll see how long it takes us to get through 23. Um, And it starts with justice for all. Yeah. I feel like I see Superman with his hands on his his hips going, his cape blowing. Superman. Yeah, isn't it true justice so, in the American way? Atlanteans, <laughs> time travelers, <laughs> um, aliens, mm. and there was one other thing last week that we talked about. I forget what it is. I don't know. Oh, um, uh, con man, like uh, Jethro being a con man, right, remember? Right. Yeah, no. And Superman would still be more believable <laughs> than God. All of those things would be more believable uh, than God. Well, Superman was an alien, right? So Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, All right. So, Exodus 23, Justice for All. So, what are we going to do? Are we going to do like, the same format last week? Yeah, gonna, let's... Uh, let's verbatim? Yeah, we're going to read through until... I just hope people that don't come into this podcast, like, during these episodes, say these guys just read it and then comment on the verses, because that's not what, really what we do here. Well, we expl- do in- explain to these people what we do, Scott. We... <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> I, I don't know. We read it beforehand, and we just kind of tell a short narrative, a synopsis of uh, what we read, and we uh, comment on it. Yeah. But this, so, we're actually going to be reading it verse for verse, because these are like bullet points. Yeah, right? this it's isn't like so much a narrative at this point, so there's no like we there's no point in paraphrasing this, because right. these are actual, literal, like, you know, yeah, like yeah. laws. Yeah. So we, we find it interesting to read it and talk about it. Whereas typically it's like a story, right. so like right. think of it like a novel. We wouldn't come in here and read the novel. We would read the novel during the week, and then like give you synopsis of what's going on in the novel and discuss it through our own like lens. So that's typically what we what we do with this book. But it just so happens the past couple of uh, chapters it's been like this. So justice for all, Exodus twenty three, um, verse one. You shall not spread a false report. You shall not join hands with the wicked to act as a malicious witness. I mean, seems pretty yeah. cut and dry, don't right? Be a fucking liar. Don't right. Don't lie. Um, you shall not follow a majority in wrongdoing. <laughs> when you bear witness in a lawsuit, you shall not side with the majority, so as to pervert justice. So basically, like, don't be swayed by the crowd. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like just because like everyone is like, don't don't conform to peer pressure. Basically, right. is what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, which is sort of what's happening with Congress. Yeah. Now. Might might does not make right. You know, stand up for what's right, regardless of how many people you offend. Right. <laughs> why'd you say it like that? Because you know, it's no, no, I want to know why. It's all snowflake nonsense. I keep hearing, you know. Just a couple of years ago, a certain type of person was described as a snowflake. What by kind a of person of was described as? And a snowflake. now it's like the the people that were making those accusations. Now, really, come on, man, stop melting so much. All right, 
Um, this isn't a political uh, discussion, so um, yeah. it's not. Yeah, like I, said, I mean, we could make it whatever kind of discussion we want to make. It's it. true. We don't. We don't have rules. So what Scott's referring to is not shall you be partial to the poor in a lawsuit. So <laughs> originally, it was the the right wing of American society that would call people snowflakes, but that was. I think what Scott is saying is that's projection because oh. they're really the snowflakes. Right, like they're complaining right now about censorship. You know, oh, you want to censor what we say? Oh, praise like Elon Musk. Like you know, like Elon Musk like cares about anything except like you know Elon Musk and like the bottom line. Um, But they're like, oh, you know, we get censored and this and that. And I got, I'm gonna tell you this: to a certain extent, they're right. No, no, to a certain extent, like there is the left, and I'm, you know, me. I don't know if you know anyone further left than me. Like I'm I'm pretty far left. And um I find a lot of what's going on on the left to be borderline fascist. You know, when they start qualifying free speech, they're like, well, what's you know, well, is like hate like hate speech free speech. And I'm like, yes. All yes. Yes. Because who will ultimately be the arbiter? You know, today you might like Who's deciding what's exactly. free speech? But ten years from now, you might not like who's deciding. So yes, so all speech, as ugly as it is, must be allowed, right? So now the the right, the right wing is complaining. Oh, look at the liberals! You know, like censorship. Yo, man, let's not pretend like they're not the ones burning books and fucking yeah, banning books and like have a history of like, you know, like fucking what? We can't listen to a two live crew album in Florida. You remember that shit? You know what I mean? Like, so shut the fuck up. You're the snowflake. Stop projecting. I think that's what Scott was saying. Yes. Yeah, pretty All much. Right. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You had read justice for all. Nor shall you be partial to the poor in a lawsuit. So that's weird. You know, I, I, I thought it was weird until like I thought about the, the life and times. Most of the people that I think would be in court or whatever, I don't know if it's a jury by your peers then, I don't know how this, their court system work, might be partial because I'm poor, you're poor. Ah. So I will side with you when big oil or the government tries to fuck with you, I'm going to side with you. Right. Even though you might be wrong, but you're poor like me. So this is basically a plea to prop up the establishment. It's a ba- Yeah, I think it's a little backhanded way to like, yeah, 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 listen, yes, we yeah. might be assholes, but don't, don't, don't. All right. Don't judge, don't 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 judge right. us. You know what I'm saying. So it's like an example of um, trying to keep mob rule in check yeah. And have people conform to the power structure. Yeah, because you don't need a thousand poor people to get together. Right. That's when shit right. goes wrong for governments. Right. So, like, if um, your water supply, like Flint, Michigan, for Flint, example. Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Can you believe we live in a country where I have to donate? Like, I on a yearly basis, I donate water. I buy bottled water for children. In Flint, because they don't have clean drinking water. Like, this is now what I do every year, because our government can't fucking provide clean drinking water to the people of Flint. So, if you live in Flint, and your child 
gets lead poisoning, contributing mm-hmm. to some kind of cancer, um, mm. and you take the company to court, don't side with the poor person the Bible is telling you. Yeah. yeah. Don't, I don't, I don't, don't, it's not necessarily the company's fault. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's really what they had in mind, but that's definitely what it looks like. All right. So, um, next. When you come <laughs> upon your enemy's ox, you ever come on an ox, Scott? <laughs> oh, wait. Let me finish reading this. When you come upon your enemy's ox or donkey going astray, you shall bring it back. All right. Fine. Your neighbor's an asshole. I don't agree with that. Your neighbor's an asshole. You see his dog walking around. Grab his freaking dog. Why? Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, in look, I get it. Like in a sense, in a sense of ultimate Kantian justice. Mm-hmm. Immanuel Kant was this philosopher. Um, he preached like the golden rule, mm-hmm. but to an extreme. Like, you couldn't compromise the golden rule ever. So, in other words, if you see someone drowning and you yourself can't swim, you should still, like, jump in and try to save this person because the right thing to do is saving that person regardless of whatever outcome might, you know, come upon you. So, in a Kantian sense, I understand if you see, like, some piece of shit, you know, some piece of shit you hate and you see their possession... You know, hmm. uh, return it to them. I see that side of it, but and I was there and I saw what you did. We live on this planet. I saw it with my own two eyes. So you can wipe off that grin. I know where you've been. It's all been a pack of lies. Oh shit! If I, if I saw you drowning. What is that, man? It's in the air tonight, man. Phil Collins. In the air tonight. Mm-hmm. Yo, Scott, I'm telling you, man, my brain fog is real. Yeah. No, it's real. Yeah. I was I was talking to Amy today. It's she's like, you gotta get some Adderall. She's she thinks I should go and get Adderall, but I, I want tr- I, tr- I trust her diagnosis. I wanna <laughs> see if um like my brain just needs to get rewired, you know, after quitting smoking. Yeah, you're still in a in a transitioning because it's been like really, it's been hard. Like right now, I'm okay, but I totally recognize like the lyrics. I knew I should know it, mm. but I, I wasn't really singing it, saying it. In it the doesn't matter. Way. Like it's such a the song is so yeah, iconic, iconic yeah. you know. And yeah. for some reason. A, a Miami. I just literally watched the last scene of Miami Vice the series. Like for some reason, it popped up on my YouTube like suggestions mm. for no reasons. I, like there's no reason why the last scene of Miami Vice would have popped up in my YouTube recommendations. Was that song in the last episode? No. Oh. And it was such a stupid scene. It was so stupid. You know, I don't think I've ever watched that show. Oh, my God. It was so stupid. That was Crockett and Tubbs, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've actually watched it. Yeah. And the outfits. It was just, it was embarrassing. Maybe, it was, yeah. I was embarrassed Maybe. watching it. <laughs> Maybe after our Fantasy Island podcast, we'll hit that. <laughs> I mean, an 80s podcast is pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So when you see the donkey of one who hates you, Lying under its burden, and you would hold back from setting it free, you must help to set it free. Right. So, see, my asshole neighbor put so much shit on his donkey that the donkey is like, like on its side with all its weight on top of it. Is that kind of what that means? 
lying no, under its I burden. Think, I think it's the same thing as um, if you see a donkey astray, you shall bring it back. Mm-hmm. I think if you see like an enemy's donkey and it's got like too much shit on top of it, you should help the donkey out in order to help it deliver like its load. So like if if your neighbor's like if your neighbor overloads his pickup truck and like it causes like an axle to snap, Mm. you got to like help your neighbor like fix the axle so that he can deliver like whatever load is. Or take some of the load off before the axle. Right. So you got to help. Why isn't this like the straw that broke the camel's back? It's like the load that broke the donkey's back. All right. I don't know. All right, you're up next. Um, Actually, you read two in a row. I'm going now. Go ahead, man. Read them all. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not pervert the justice due to your poor in their lawsuits. All right, lawsuits. so this is the opposite now. So this is like just because someone's poor. Oh, okay. Don't fuck with them. Yeah. All right? Keep far from a false charge and do not kill the innocent and those in the right, for I will not acquit the guilty. Yeah, this is kind of stupid because... Obviously. So don't like accuse someone falsely of anything mm-hmm. and um, don't kill innocent people. Yeah. I mean, that's but the part where he says, I will not acquit the guilty seems like what does that have anything to do? So in other words, if we execute right. an innocent man, which Texas does all the time, by the way, Texas kills innocent people. All the, they execute innocent people all the time. It's been shown, and not just Texas, a lot of executions in this country. You could fact check me on this. I'm sure you will when you get to this episode. I don't know what the percentage is. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess right now, like it's been proven after the fact, like 25 to 30% of all executions in this country, um, the people who were executed did not commit the crime they were executed for. Even if it's 5%, it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Right. Even yeah, if it's yeah. Right. Okay. So. Okay. So let's say Texas executes an innocent man. According to this verse, Exodus twenty three, verse seven, I, meaning God, mm-hmm. will not acquit the guilty. Right. So the guilty being the the actual murderer. Right, right. Why does God need to say this? In other words, don't kill an innocent person, for I will not acquit the guilty. All right, so there's a couple of things that could be. One, don't pin some shit on somebody you know didn't do it because your boy did it and you don't want your boy to go to jail. So don't do that crap. And if you're that guy that thinks you got away with it, you didn't because your time is going to come when you're going to come meet me and I'm not going to acquit you. So enjoy what's left of your life because you, you don't get a free ride. Counterpoint. Okay. At least he gets to live the rest of his life before Absolutely. he sees God, Absolutely. as opposed to if we actually execute him, then we execute him now, and now he has to go see God anyway. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's, it's, it's like not much of a threat. Yeah. It's, I'll take it's my chances. Stupid, right. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, uh, falsely accused people, I went to see a play years ago uh, off Broadway with Alanis Morissette called The Exonerated. Yeah. And she took like uh, several cases. Was it a musical? No, no, it was a okay. just a play. She she sang Amazing Grace in it though, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of a religious song, but it's like a really, you know, everything she does is just uh, butter. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, she she chronicled like the lives of like of several people that were on death row and did not commit the crimes. It's fucked. Up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up. So 
It was a good play. Was it a one-person play? No, no, it was a bunch of people. She wasn't even like a main. She was. I mean, she was the headliner, but I don't think she. I don't remember her. And playing you said it was off role. Broadway. Yeah. So, yeah. It was good. <laughs> you don't remember the name? The Exonerated. The Exonerated. Yeah. Okay. Um, was she like the chorus? You know, like in uh, Greek tragedies, they have the chorus where it's like the main part of the play goes on, like the characters. And then off to the side, you have sort of like the narrators. They're called the chorus. They're like the ones that are watching the action take place. And I, I, it was so many years ago, I really don't remember. Right. Fair enough. And plus, I just stared at her the whole time. Like, okay. I almost she was dressed. Out, so. Probably. <laughs> That's not my kind of play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You shall take no bribe, for a bribe blinds the officials and subverts the cause of those who are in the right. I mean, obviously. So it seems like bribes are like a big thing, huh? Oh, God. Yeah. Talking to you, Newark local government. Yeah. Oh. Oh, calling shit. out Newark. Oh, shit. I wonder what happened in Newark. Mm, oh, yeah. must be some infrastructure bullshit mm, going on in yeah. Newark. I must say. Um, yeah, people of Newark should probably wonder why like their facilities right. are crap with yeah. the amount of money that yeah. place Because in. there's absolutely no corruption in New York City. Like, not a dollar is wasted, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So this is a pretty no-brainer. Don't 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 be bribing people. All right. Um, How about you don't take bribes either? I mean, oh, you take no. You shall take yeah, no bribes. Yeah, you shall take no bribes. Okay. All right. That's better. Right. Because right, you shouldn't offer either. You shall not oppress a resident alien. You know the heart of an alien, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. You know what's funny here? <laughs> so obviously, you know, like, um. Be kind to, like, foreigners, yeah. right? Okay. That's obvious. It seems obvious. Um, don't call them, like, rapists. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, some of them might be nice. <laughs> yeah. They're bringing drugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, don't build a wall no, <laughs> to no. keep them out. No. Right? Like, none of that. Yeah. But here's the funny part. Um. It says, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt, right? Mm -hmm. So it's funny because God's like giving the Israelites all these laws. Like they're like, a, like they've set up a society at this point. They're literally like three months into like living in the desert, right? They're, they're all gathered at the base of this mountain yeah, right now. Base camp, right, right. Yeah. And they're like, treat like aliens like really nicely. And it's like, you know, God... Why don't you fucking give us a home first and then lay these laws yeah. on us? Yeah, we'll worry about who shows up <laughs> right. afterwards when we have a place right. to show we're, up to. Yeah, we're going to have to carry these goddamn commandments <laughs> around for the next 40 years. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't been carried yeah. yet. Yeah, okay. We know. All right. So that gets us to sabbatical year and Sabbath. Wait, wait. wait they were resident aliens in Egypt, but weren't they enslaved? <laughs> like. Well, originally they were resident aliens. Remember, they were invited to Egypt by the pharaoh, uh, by Joseph's pharaoh. Because Joseph's pharaoh was all about Joseph. Because Joseph helped them out. Remember, yeah, yeah. with like the three years of famine, yeah. three years of like prosperity or whatever it was, seven years. Yeah, whatever it was. Um, and then they became slaves because why not? So is he maybe like saying, "Don't do that," like just because it happens to you? Like, don't. I don't know. 
Well, yeah, he's saying like, you know what it means. You know what it feels like to be oppressed. So don't oppress other people just because they're not like you. I mean, this is this might be like the nicest thing God has said so far. Basically, what he's book. basically what he's saying is, listen, I understand that when you went to school, you got fucked with student debt, <laughs> and there were laws in place where you could not refinance your student debt. And now they're talking about forgiving student debt, and all you have to say is, that's not fair. Why should they get it forgiven when I didn't get it forgiven? Just because you got fucked, right. don't mean fuck the next person. Right. Don't carry down my well, legacy. I mean, look, can I be honest with you? No. I want to be honest with you. Um, I, I don't think student debt should be forgiven. I think what should be forgiven are the ridiculous interest rates. I think if you went to Harvard, right, and mm-hmm. you spent $75,000 a year on your tuition, you should pay back that $75,000 a year. What you shouldn't have to do is pay compound interest over the course of 30 years mm-hmm. that accumulates and accumulates because, you know what I mean, they use predatory like lending-like course, schemes yeah. on like kids. Uh, and now you're paying off like millions of dollars. Yeah. You know that should not happen. But I definitely think that you should pay for the education. Sure, I don't think it should sure. be entirely Absolutely. forgiven. Absolutely, no, I, I agree. think there's that, a middle, not even a middle, it's not ground. even a middle ground. But it's still, I think that's right. fair. I think that's fair. Right. But to your point, it's like you know, it's like the people that are making the argument. Well, I had to do it. That's like people that were like, well, I had to work seven days a week without like vacation days and sick days. Why do people get like five day work weeks? And you know what I mean? Listen, this 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 case is like this a plenty we can we can reference. But yeah, or like Jews in the Holocaust. You know, like I I was in Auschwitz. How come these Jews get their own country? You know what I mean? And didn't they get the country first? No. Israel came after the Holocaust. Wow. So they're going to sit at the base of this fucking mountain for like 1,945 years or something? Nah, man. I'm talking about... (laughs) Okay, Scott. Scott's Scott's taking the whole like I'm ignorant thing a little too far. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. All right. So now we're up to sabbatical year and Sabbath. For six years, you shall sow your land and gather in its yield. But the seventh year, you shall let it rest and lie fallow, so that the poor of your people may eat. So, look, yes, reasonable, right? You don't want to, like, overwork the field. Right. Because we learned in this country what happened with the Dust Bowl, you know? People just farm the fuck out of, like, the plains. Wait, but you think it's humans... Years of doing like bad habits that we didn't know better could actually affect something as awesome as the environment. Come on, man. I mean, listen. Oh, my God. You fucking fake news listening. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I'm, I struggle. I struggle still to, you know, um, I struggle between maintaining my allegiance to the Lord and scientists. The scientists, mm. though, they have that sorcery. Yeah, no, yeah. the source of funding is what they have, not sorcery. <laughs> yeah, who's funding them? I just saw, I just saw like some the liberal I, agenda. I, I, I just saw some music set, like a video of the Dust Bowl. Like it was crazy, set to some music, and I can't. Remember. It might have been that Imagine Dragons concert I saw at a USB Arena. Oh, so I looked up. We were talking about speaking of the Dust Bowl. Uh, we we were talking about Carnival. 
and I had mentioned the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl. It did. It took place during the Great Depression, like mm-hmm. during like the Dust Bowl. Oh, it was like a 2020 in, in, like, type thing. In the like, planes. They like just keep getting worse and worse that year, huh? Holy crap. What year? Like during the Great 2020? Depression. 2020? No, the Great Depression. Well, the Great was Depression like, wasn't one year. Yeah, well, either was 2020. <laughs> How many, how many? Wait, twenty twenty. Oh, twenty. A third year of twenty. When you said twenty twenty, I was thinking of uh, twenty twelve, the disaster movie. You know, oh, God, that was a disaster movie. Yeah, you mean the movie was a disaster? <laughs> yeah, that <was> fucking awful. <laughs> what you didn't like when the plane was taken off? As like, there was at whole... least three scenes in that movie I remember where they just escaped the asphalt splitting behind them, right. whether it was well, in a car right. or a plane right. or. A I mean, Whatever, that's yeah. that's the movie. The it's, movie is like awful. narrow escapes. Yeah. It's like a bad version of Indiana Jones because every Indiana Jones movie was like a self-contained like set piece. Right. But that would but Indiana Jones was like believable, realistic. Well, because it was done by competent people yeah. and they didn't need CGI. Yeah. Um, all right. So. Oh, so Basically, means- God is saying, like, don't overwork your fields. And every, like, six years, you got to give that shit a rest. But then it says, so that your poor people may eat. What so, does one have to do with the other? So that's an excuse. It's almost like they don't. It's what you you were making fun of me for believing the science. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, look at Rusty believing the science. <laughs> well, this is like this is God knowing that people aren't going to believe the science of it. So he's got to make up like a reason to tell them, like, you know, you you want to like because, uh, because big corporate big corporate farming would be like, no, fuck that. We're going to wring every last dollar out of this land. Right. So uh, you want to like gather enough over six years and then just like make sure that the poor people have enough to eat and like just let it rest on the seventh year. It Logically, it doesn't make any sense, but this is like God knowing that they're not going to believe the real reason is like you're going to overplant like your fields right. until they're dead. You got to give them time. What do they call that? Rotation farming? You ever hear that? Um. Like where if you have like a big field, um, yeah, yeah, it's... and you split it up into four parts, and you pl- you plant three parts, but one part you don't do anything with, and every like year, Season like rotated. you rotate. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and what they leave, the wild animals may eat. So whatever the poor ain't eating, right? The hyenas are eating. And then uh, go ahead, read. The... You shall do the same with your vineyard and with your olive orchard. Right. I mean, I don't know why that's important. Who gives a fuck? That's just like wine and shit. Why is that important? <laughs> I guess. Fuck. It's like the only reason I'm here is to, you know, the only reason for this podcast is an excuse to lock myself in a room and kill a bottle of wine once a week. All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? In the seventh year of this podcast, when we have no wine, it's nah, going to be We're going to have to take a break. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So uh, what's next? Uh, six days you shall do your work, but on the seventh day you shall rest. So that your ox and your donkey may have relief, and your home-born slave and the resident alien may be refreshed. What's so why the no, deep no, no. sigh? No, I'm just um, I see number patterns here. So for six years, you're gonna till the land. One year, six years on, one year off, and then six days on, one day off. It's like well, a, in fairness, the six days on, one day off is because there's seven days in a week. Right, but why translate that to seven years? Wait a minute. Yeah. 
the seven-year itch, mm-hmm. the rest on the seventh day, the Sabbath, mm-hmm. don't plant anything in the seventh year, mm-hmm. triple seven. Aren't sevens lucky? Is this why the number seven is lucky? Yes. Sweet. That's going on the Revelations page. I like, I like when Scott finds like these like <laughs> random, he's like such a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I, I'm amazed you're not QAnon, Scott. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think you just haven't really read like the QAnon treaty because I think if you did, you totally would find a pattern in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing about this uh, six-day thing. It's very nice of God. It's better than um, American industrialists oh, uh, sure, did sure. In, in the 19th century because people had to work 12 hours a day, seven days a week before like unions came around yeah, yeah. and were like, fuck this, man. Yeah. Like uh, he tells them, give them a, a day off. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. Like, how do you justify that? Like, how do you justify being a Christian, um, you know, industrialist? entrepreneur mm. you know man of industry or woman of industry you while you're like yeah you can't you can't justify that no you're not christian no, especially with a cross you're wearing around your neck yeah no. motherfucker fucking lion shit fucking islander fan piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're homeborn slave does that mean they were born into slavery, or were they just homeborn? Like that's there is like a sign to the house. Like, I think that's a misspelling. I think it, it's supposed to say your homeboy slave. <laughs> like yo, homeboy. <laughs> and the and the resident alien may be refreshed. So I guess the homeborn you know, means like you know a slave born amongst the Israelites. Oh, okay. Not like purchased from outside. Okay. And the resident alien may be refreshed. Right. So. Yeah, give your people a day off, motherfucker. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, go ahead. And uh, then he says, Be attentive to all that I have said to you. Do not invoke the names of other gods. Do not let them be heard on your lips. It's almost a contradiction to what he said earlier, because earlier he said, Don't speak like of any god before me. But now he's saying, like, Don't speak of them at all. Like, don't like, don't like ask them for help. Like, don't speak of them. Right. So this Do not let them be heard on your lips. This is a case of somebody getting a little power and they set down some rules and they realize, oh, wow, that that went well. So now I'm going to take a little more. As he's going along. He's going to get... He's gonna, he's, he's but I think this is all part of the same speech. This is all part of the same lecture. Yeah. Like we've split it up into episodes because it's like God's like being like a little like, you know, like when your parents would lecture you and you're like a teenager and at a certain point like... 20 minutes in, you just start tuning that shit out. You know what I mean? What I think someone needs to tell God is the more he tightens his grip, the more star systems will slip through his fingers. (laughs) That's Star Wars. Yes. Which one? Which movie? Uh, A New Hope. A New Hope. The real one. The first one. The real The first one. The second best one. Yeah. The best one being Empire. Uh, I'm a big fan of Rogue no, One these days. Though. No, Empire is the best one. Oh yeah, it is. Rogue one. one is a lot of uh, fanboy service. Yeah, yeah. Fan a lot. Service, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, be attentive to all that I have said to you. So he says this. So this, do not invoke the name of other gods. Do not let them be heard on your lips. Does that really mean don't say anything about other gods, or is do not let them be heard on your lips? A continuation of 
do not invoke the name. So do not invoke the name of other gods might mean like if you're in quicksand, don't be like, oh, please, Ra, save me from dying in the quicksand. WYSIWYG! Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So in that case, do not let them be heard on your lips. Or just in general, do not let any other, don't speak any other gods' names. Okay, so now is this God admitting there are other gods? He's already admitted this. Yeah, so. He's already admitted this, and I think in episode one, you were absolutely correct when you said that God's speaking with other fucking deities. Or like, God's speaking to other, like, whatever it was, and it, it turns out it's deities. Yeah. Like, there's a big, like, pantheon, apparently, of gods. You know, Zeus, Odin. Yeah. yeah. They're on different ships. Buddha. They went to different planets. Right. To oppress Krishna. different people. They're all there. They're all there. You think they're starship captains like uh, like or military commanders? Do I think they're starship captains? Well, what, you know, uh, WYSIWYG showed up on Earth. Yeah. And other places. These no, they're like, like that... They're like that creepy, like androgynous, like Stargate like kid. You don't remember the. So remember Stargate? The whole premise was they opened up like. like uh, Yeah, he was an alien that would set up like, you know, like the the pyramids on all the different planets. And he himself was like some like asexual, like androgynous. And I'm not saying anybody who's live is, is a is 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 creepy. I'm just saying he in particular is creepy. Right. It's you know what, Scott? It's a shame that you even have to like right? qualify but that. That's how the fucking world is, man. It is. It's true. It's true. That's why comedy is dead. <laughs> you can't you can't make fun of anyone anymore. You can't like make fun of deformities, even if they're funny, you know. <laughs> you can't. That's got to be killing you. <laughs> I know you like to make oh fun of deformities. Oh, my God. You don't even know. Just, you know, mental deformities. <laughs> so you want to talk about the annual festivals? Eh, I'd rather talk about mental <laughs> deformities, but society has closed that road for me. So let's talk about annual festivals. Three times in the year, you shall hold a festival for me. You shall observe the festival of unleavened bread. Again, with this unleavened bread? As I commanded you, you shall eat unleavened bread for seven days at the appointed time in the month of Abib, for in it you came out of Egypt. Right. I think we've heard this before, right? Yeah, so this yeah, is right. basically, this is uh, Passover. Yeah. <coughs> so, uh, all right, but there's now, they say three times a year. Do they break down the next three, or? Yeah, he's going to talk okay. about right. it. He, he talks about, um, no one shall appear before me empty-handed. <clears throat> you should. Do you think that was added? Later on, when the church offering basket went around, they, they they said, "Oh no, check the Bible." I was like, "That's not in there." And they looked and like, "Oh you shit!" You mean no one shall appear before right. me at the yeah, end? Like they added that later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like in a different font. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't quite get like the yeah. same typewriter, you know? <laughs> it's like all crooked in there. <laughs> it's like, like a post-it note on the page. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, because. And it's like spaced all weirdly. You see how like, right? <laughs> well, you type this. <laughs> no, I copied and pasted directly oh. from like, uh, you know, from the digital version of the Bible. It's a direct copy and paste. Maybe this is like a, like a, like a, any script like in Hollywood. It goes through a bunch of revisions before it becomes like a... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah. Somebody said, wait, 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 you forgot about the part that like, you got to bring so, this stuff. By the way, like as, 
as I've been reading this and I've been looking at like certain verses to try and like figure out what the meaning is, you know, there's different versions of the Bible, obviously we're using the new revised standard version. Um, the King James version, there are some verses where it's like, holy fuck, thank God we're using the new revised standard version because we would totally have to interpret what's being said. And on the one hand, I'm disappointed because that might be a little more fun trying to figure out what the sure. fuck is being said. Mm. Also, like the whole point of this project, you know, in episode one, we were talking about how, you know, the interpretation is almost everything. Like how are people yeah, interpreting? Yeah. So for us, it's being simplified. There's an even simpler version than this. Oh. I, f I forgot the name of it, but it's like really like plain language. Oh, it's, I, it's, I think by the time we get a little further into this, we'll probably just maybe switch over. Yeah, I mean, it's like even Cardi B would be able to understand like that version of the Bible. <laughs> That's how like it's like really written like for Cardi stupid B. people. I like Cardi B. I didn't say I didn't say I don't like her, but she yeah. is not. You're gonna get into a rap feud with her on this. You think so? Yeah, I like Cardi B. I'm a, I'm a fan. She's gonna dog walk me. <laughs> I know what that is. She got into like some kind of internet beef with like some woman and she was like, bitch, I'll dog walk you. <laughs> and I just thought that was fucking her. hilarious. I love that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Now you want to be on Team Cardi B. I didn't say I'm not on Team Cardi mm -hmm. B. I just said she's, you know. Yeah, you just went on air to our millions of listeners yeah. and like talk shit about her. I mean, I didn't exactly talk shit about her. I just mm. said she's dumb. <laughs> Yeah, that's... Uh, Who's yeah, going to argue with that? Um, me. You think she's not dumb? No, of course she's not dumb. Okay. I disagree. I mean, just because she's really rich doesn't mean she's smart, but uh, she's not dumb, man. Come on. Okay. I, I mean, I've... Uh, based on all my conversations I've had with her, I don't get that impression. I've seen her on shows. Have you watched... There's like a show where these people were trying to become rappers, and she was one of the judges. It was her... Um. I don't know any. I don't know anyone's name. There's like a rapper from Chicago. I forgot his name. Not Common. I know Common's from Chicago. I forgot this guy's name. And the other guy from Atlanta, the guy that got like caught like with guns at the airport and had to spend like three years in prison. Ti. So Ti was one of the judges. She was one of the judges, and it was like all these like underground like rappers battling it out. Nice. And and I watched like the series, you know, like mm -hmm. multiple episodes. And she was one of the judges, so I had to listen to her like formulate thoughts and speak thoughts and like express herself. And I am telling you, right. and this is about something she knows about. All right, all right, all right. Do you think Ti got caught with a hundred guns, two hundred clips? No, that's. Was uh... he going to New York? <laughs> <laughs> no, we know how that story turned yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that wasn't T.I. No, That was, was the great KRS-One. Uh, so great there was never a KRS-2. It did not turn out well for the police. Let's just say that. No. All right. So we are now in the sabbatical year in Sabbath. The annual festivals, man. <laughs> Keep oh, <up>. shit. <laughs> Keep up. We're all the way here now? All right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we talked about the Passover, like they got to they got to have a festival to mark like their exit from Egypt. Um, you shall observe the festival of harvest of the first fruits of your labor of what you sow in the field. You shall observe the festival of ingathering at the end of the year. 
when you gather in from the field the fruit of your labor. Three times in the year, all your males shall appear before the Lord God. So two times a year when you harvest. Like planting. When you plant. Planting, right. When you harvest and the Passover. And when to um, commemorate when you left Easter. Those are the three times. So basically spring, winter. When you left Easter. I said when you left Easter. Mm. I'm sorry. When you left um, Egypt. My bad. All right. So when you left Egypt, you're celebrating the planting you're celebrating the the I would say the spring equinox, the fall equinox, right? Look at you. You're a druid. I mean, pretty much like today somebody on Twitter posted, uh, why do atheists celebrate Christmas? You know, and I like Christmas. I, yeah. I, it's it's great. It's a beautiful time of year. You know, yeah. like peace, joy, love to the world. You gifts. know, like it's gifts are nice. <laughs> like giving and receiving, yeah. right? It's it's a beautiful receiving. time of the year. Uh, so somebody was like, "Why do why do atheists celebrate?" And I was like, "So I responded. I was like, why do Christians celebrate like um, a pagan uh, winter solstice holiday?' You know, because that's what Christmas is. Christmas is a pagan winter solstice holiday. No, Christmas was celebrating the birth of Christ, no? Christ was born, if Christ was born, right, by right, the right, way, right, right. was born sometime in uh, late winter, early spring. He wasn't born at that time. And Christmas, basically, they took over a pagan holiday, which was the winter solstice holiday. Okay, okay. Listen, I'm not going to get too technical with like what his birth certificate says as far as his date of birth, right? <laughs> There's people in this room that I don't know when they were born. <laughs> That's true. All right, so three times Why in the year. Why are you trying to blow up my whole shit, man? Three times in the year, all your mail shall appear before the Lord God. Yeah. I am pretty sure mm-hmm. this was also added later on. Mm-hmm. When 52 weeks out of the year, the husband did not want to go to the church. <laughs> he wanted to watch some football or whatever was on. Uh, and think- he goes, I only got to go three times a year. So you got to think like Christmas, Easter, and right. what was another big Christian holiday? Christmas, Easter, or Jewish holiday, or Hebrew holiday. Yeah. Oh, it's so it's Passover. Mm-hmm. It's um, Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. which is uh, that was New Year's. Yom Kippur. Oh, that's. I'm sorry. Yom Kippur is the big one. Yom Kippur is the one that's like uh, that's the solemn one. Uh, New Year's is Rosh Hashanah. Oh, right, right. right. Rosh Hashanah. So right. So Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Passover. I don't know. Then there's that one where they like hang out in the hut. Oh yeah, the suckers, the suckers, the, the suckers. Right, sucketh. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's a place called Sucker Depot in Brooklyn. <laughs> What's it called? Sucker Depot. Okay, it's like they sell those. The oh stuff, really? The suckers. Yeah. Where in like uh, Crown Heights? I, I can't. Not I want to say maybe. Heights, no, no, uh, maybe might have been no, Crown Heights. No, what's so? Uh, What's the one where Mamanides is? What's that? What's that neighborhood? Like what Hamilton Parkway over there? Yeah. What's the name of that neighborhood? It's I don't know. It's not Crown Heights. It's, no, it's uh, not Crown Heights. Oh no. shit! I forgot the one like in off of like you know Ocean Parkway, like in the forties and fifties. Yeah, I don't know the name of the neighborhood. All right, I'll yeah. think of it. Yeah, Sucker Depot. <laughs> it's like Home Depot for suckers. Yeah, suckers. All right. All right. All right, so three times a year they got to go to, you know, get yeah. off the couch, go to church with your family. All right, you shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with anything leavened, 
or let the fat of my festival remain until the morning. So this gets back to you don't leave the food till the next day. You remember yeah. to devour all that shit. Right. No, basically, no leftovers. Chana manja. No, no leftovers. Well, it's important, right? Because they say, like, if you cook some food, um, you got to refrigerate that shit right away because bacteria starts growing on it within, like, I forgot. Like, once the, the once it starts, like, cooling off the meat, like, bacteria can get in that shit, like, real quick. Earth is crazy. Man. So God's like, yo, man, you got to eat that shit right away. Don't, like, let it lie around. Okay, but... Did they leave food laying around on other days? Like, was there food that was non-perishable? That had to be. I mean, I'm assuming yes, and that's why all these rules had to be established. Do you think that, um, I'm sure... Like, in other words, if nobody was fucking animals, God would not have been like, yo, no bestiality, right? Like, you don't create laws for things that don't exist. Right, I got you, but um, but he only said... Oh, this doesn't just apply to the... Let the fat of my festival remain until morning. I thought it was just for these three parties. It is, you know? but I think this is like a good. It's like it lays out a standard for them. You, uh, from, for the most part, grew up in New York, so I'm sure you've, uh, for the got, most part, for for, for for you've gone to dinner at you know people people of a certain background, and they will not let you stop eating, and you have to finish it. Wait, I'm more have Italians. Some, I wasn't saying anything. I'm just saying there's certain certain people very pushy about how much food you have to eat. Okay, and you think it's it's stems it's not from just this? Italians, by the way. My my grandparents were very much like that too. Oh yeah. I think it's more to do from the time that they grew up, especially people like that generation grew up like during a depression. Oh, era. you may not. You don't know. You when know. So you gotta coming. eat. Yeah. All right, eat while you. While you I don't yeah. tell you while it's hot. <gasps> Take Especially my grand, my grandparents grew up during like um, you should look this up during the famine in Ukraine of like the thirties, the twenties or the thirties. I forget. I think the twenties. That shit was fucked up. Like people, was it, people was just, were eating people. Or was it just crisis actors playing playing out a narrative for us? Right. And then they also lived through you know uh, the siege of. Uh, Ukraine by the Germans, by the Nazis during World War II. Not my mom's parents. My mom's parents were sent away. I gotta tell you, man, I'm starting to think Ukraine's got a pretty fucked up history. Like, it's been rough to live there. It's fucking horrible. Uh, shit, it's horrible. By the way, do you know who established Ukraine? Um, the Vikings. Really? Yeah, so Kiev. Are they in the Bible? Kiev was established. The Vikings? <laughs> Did they come? Did they show up? No, the Vikings uh, were not around at that time. Okay. Vikings didn't show up until uh, almost a thousand years after oh. the Bible. So, like around 800, oh. 700, 800, somewhere like that, they emerged. Then, yes, they made it to the New World before Christopher Columbus. Well, they absolutely made it to the New World. Yeah. Well, I see recent history. Not just the new world, but like deep into it, like they found like Viking shit in like modern day like Massachusetts. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like Viking shit. Like before, like the new world met like Nova Scotia, you know, like up in Canada. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they found like Viking shit like much further down. Like mm -hmm. maybe the glacier brought it. Like when the glacier moved, everything is possible. But from my understanding, like they found like evidence of Viking settlements in like parts of. What is today the Northeast? All right, America. so there's nothing. Nothing can be leavened on these three holidays. Is it specific? Yeah, I don't even understand. Like, look, I get it. 
when they had to flee Egypt, God was like, yo, quick, you know? <gasps> I don't know why, because God was like... You know why? What makes what makes the bread raise, rise? Is yeast. That yeast? Maybe the aliens can't eat yeast. They can't digest they're it. They're lactose intolerant. Yeah, they're like yeast intolerant or whatever. Yeah. So they're like, no, no more that fucking right, bread. No yeast, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, that's why they were raining that mana down. That mana, which has like no yeast probably. Fuck yeah. Holy cow. They sprayed mana all over the place. Yeah. That's what yeah, that's the, what the Israelites are eating now. They're eating mana because there's no food, right? They're Yo, and the best way to take control of people is to go through their stomach. All right. Feed the people. Feed <laughs> the people. <laughs> I believe that was the saying. Yeah, that's the saying. The choicest of the first fruits of your ground you shall bring into the house of the Lord your this God. fucking guy. Self? Why? Mm. Why? The choicest of your fruit. You know what I mean? Like, he's... Yo, man, he's the guest that shows up to your house, you know, and, like, he'll take the last piece of, like, anything without even thinking. You know, he's the one that's going to open up, like, your cabinets and just help themselves, you know, before you say help yourself, Hmm. you know? The choicest of the first fruits of your ground you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. Hmm. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. If you're going to give me shit, don't give me shit. You know what he's starting to sound like to me the more I read about him? Like an Islanders fan. <laughs> <laughs> like a shitty Islanders fan. Uh, are you trying to say they're all shitty or there's, there's, there's some good ones? Oh, no. I'm saying genetically. <laughs> I'm saying they're shitty genetically. All right. You shall not boil a kid in his mother's milk. We all know a kid meaning right a goat. So, <laughs> although, yeah, exactly. I mean, like he was like. Uh, I mean, it name? wouldn't be the craziest thing we've read in the Bible. Like, didn't didn't Abel have to bring his son up to the mountain and he was going to kill him? Yeah. So no, not Abel. Yeah, whatever. Abraham. 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 Israel was brought. No, Israel was uh, the kid that was. Abraham brought Isaac right to the mountain. Right, Isaac right. gave birth. No, <laughs> Isaac did not give birth. Isaac and his wife, his wife birthed Israel, okay. who was going to become Israel. All right, you shall not boil. A kid Isaac, into Isaac's the guy that got fleeced out of his like inheritance and lied to by his like son. For his blessing. Yeah, yeah. So he was like fucked with his whole life, basically. Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 try and picture this. So now a goat gives birth to a kid, right? Like a baby goat as a kid. Mm-hmm. Would you fill a basin of goat milk? And That's then a lot boil- of milk. Yeah, and Why boil water? the kid in the milk. M- m- I don't. I mean, it must be tasty though. Boiling mm. in milk. Yeah, That's a good idea. Maybe. But again, this must be happening enough that they had to make a rule. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of work. What's wrong, by the way, with boiling a kid in its own mother's milk? Do you think it was unhealthy? Um, 
Or, like, what are they forcing the mom well, to, to watch? watch? Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah. Well, maybe they are. Who the fuck? Fucking whatever, man. All right. It's a good rule. Too much work anyway. There's got to be something genetic about it, right? Uh, oh, maybe there's, like, sort of, like, like you don't want to inbreed because of, like, uh, well, that's problems. one thing. Maybe the mother's milk was... No, the kid, the kid grew up on mother's milk in the womb. And afterwards, he was sucking on the teat. That's eh, weird. It's a weird one. You shall not boil a kid in its mother's milk. Eh, I can honestly say I will probably never break that rule. Okay. You know, if the rules were this easy, everyone could follow them. Well, you know what I, I will never do? I will never, ever, Scott. I promise, as long as we know one another, I will never carry away one of your donkeys. <laughs> I will never do that. All right, we'll see. Let's we'll see how this life plays out. <laughs> All right. And Can you imagine one day, like in the far future, I don't like know, I had to, like yeah, it just like, the situation like, like, came up. Do you remember that time back in 2022? <laughs> you said, oh, "I'm never gonna do that." Yeah. Oh, mm. how strange life is! <laughs> the conquest of Canaan promised again, once again, <laughs> <laughs> once again, uh, a thousand years after his first promise, God is now going to promise once again that the Israelites will take over. He's going to send an angel. The angel's going to go up on ahead of, like, this congregation. But yeah. God's like, eventually God's like, but it's not going to happen, like, right away. Like, it'll happen, like, little by little. Like, he's, like, he's starting to prepare them for the fact that, like, yo, don't get too excited. Yeah. Keeping the ball low. Yeah. And then he starts naming all of the people that hate the fucking Israelites, which is everybody, the whole world, the Amorites, the Hittites. I, I don't even know who these people are. The Perizzites. <laughs> you know, you, you remember Die Hard? <laughs> when Hans is making his demands. Oh, yes. And he's and like, he's just... let, go, let, let the seven people of the Golden Temple free. Right. And the guy went like this. He goes, I swear I'm on that. Reginald about him in National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's true. It's yeah. like it's just all these yeah. people, the Hivites, the Jebusites. Yeah, he probably says to the guy nicely, like, who else do they hate? Who else? who else is in their way? Just add them to the list. So um, he's like, I will get rid of all of them. I will blot them out. If you believe in me alone, like I am your God. And if you believe in me alone, I will destroy all your enemies. Now. Does that mean all of the people in the caravan have to be fully believing in him for this to happen? Because I think this is an escape clause. It's because a, now we can say, oh, wait, they didn't wipe out the stalactites. Yeah. Oh, wh which one of us doesn't believe? It's it's a really good question. Um, I'd say yes. I would say that, yes, God, God is constantly, and I brought this up in like an earlier episode. He's always like creating lose-lose situations <laughs> like he's creating impossible to live up to scenarios for people so do you remember how many israelites fled egypt i forget it was a lot it was like a hundred thousand it was a lot of it was a lot right a lot of fucking people right you give me any group of a hundred thousand people and force them into like believing one thing it's impossible Oh, shit, no, it's a fucking army. I mean, except Ranger fans, if you 
get a hundred thousand Ranger fans, I guarantee you they will all say Islander fans are pieces of shit. Hmm. Fuck them. Yeah, so he's gonna blot them out. So like that sounds pretty severe. Yeah. Like blot them. I feel like like a big shoe comes down and like blot. Like, well, just... I mean he did because when's the last Amorite that you met? You ever meet an Amorite? That's true. Or a Hittite? You know what? You probably have, but they're not gonna oh, say they yeah, are. They're on the because, down. Low. Yeah, it's yeah, like fuck yeah, that. I ain't yeah. gonna step on that big sandal from the sky and come squash it down my people. <laughs> Do you, th- do you think he's like Nate? Choose the form of the destroyer, like the state of marshmallow and shows up. <sighs> Good thinking, I tried Ray. To think of the most like benign thing I could. Good thinking, Ray. Yeah. All right. So he and again, he he's gonna blot all these people out. But he's not going to do it all at once. And well, you should not. Uh, before we get there, you shall yeah. not bow down to their gods or worship them or follow their practices. But you shall utterly demolish them and break their pillars in pieces. Yeah, like they're demolishing. He's talking about their gods. He's they're talking about like any temple that they might right, have set up. Right. You know, so like if they see like a temple to like Neptune, like fuck that shit up and like destroy it. So you know what that's like. That's like um, the Taliban, right? When was, they blew up like the Buddhas. Remember, like yeah, those, all that like shit. oh yeah, yeah. So here comes this roving group of a hundred thousand people, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, what's this? A parade? And no, they just all fucking your churches. No, nah, they're up. like locusts. No oh. wonder, like people hated the Jews. People hated the Jews. <laughs> no, historically, they're lo- they're loved <laughs> everywhere they go. Well, maybe they stop breaking up the, the, the altars and shit. Well, know. that's what I'm saying. Uh, no wonder. Like, they show up out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, and yeah. so God says, I will not drive them out from before you in one year. Or the land would become desolate and the wild animals would multiply against you. I don't know. What's he saying? He's saying, like, he's not going to clear the land ahead. Okay. Because... The animals will start humping and going crazy. Uh-huh. There'll be so many fucking animals. Like the infrastructure will decay. Everything will like everything will fall apart. You ever see the show Life After Humans? Or? Sure, sure. Yeah, something it like that. It doesn't take long for right, like right. nature so, to start taking. So you over. need people in place. So he'll slowly push them out as you encroach on their borders. Okay. Which is just gonna happen anyway. Like it's he, he's taking credit for something that would have happened organically. Right. Like you bring a hundred thousand people and you're gonna start pushing people out. Right. And he's taking credit for this. Right. Hmm. So I'm going to do exactly what would happen naturally, and right. you're going to give me credit for it. Right. Yeah. He. He. Capital. All right. Um, but you, uh, he also, uh, you missed some, uh, da, da, da. you shall worship the Lord your God, and I will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from among you. No one shall miscarry or be barren in your land. Yes, I'm glad you read that part. I was I was about to skip that part over, and when I read that part, I remembered that he that's a promise that he doesn't keep. <laughs> oh. Like he's basically telling them, like, I'm gonna make you like invincible to like impervious to disease. Oh shit, yeah. Like you, you won't get sick. All your kids are gonna be like healthy and and I will fulfill you, fulfill the number of your days. I guess that means fulfill, like, your, like you'll be happy all yeah. the time. Yeah, like you'll won't have to struggle or worry. He's making promises. His body can't check. Yeah, I he, mean, he's making, he's check. He's 
He's making. You're making promises. Your body can't get cash. You're you're writing checks. Your body can't cash. <laughs> That's that, that great F14 Tomcat movie. What are you talking about, Top Gun? Yeah, man. You know the second one's coming out. Like, it hasn't it been coming out for like three years. Well, they had to shut it down because of coronavirus, but it's definitely being released like this summer. Was that the movie he went crazy on about no, people not wearing masks? No, that was like Mission Impossible. Yeah. I mean, he was right. He was not wrong. Absolutely, he was right. Absolutely. But I'm just figuring as a Scientologist and a Hollywood person, I just I know he he so. is he's insane, yeah. right? Because of what he believes. But nah, man, listen. He that was the only movie that was being like shot in the entire world. He was like an executive producer on it, so he probably had a lot of money invested in that movie. When you've invested multi millions of dollars into like a movie and like someone's fucking around, you know what I mean? Like follow the fucking protocols, yeah, man. Yeah. No, I could see like someone under like that it. much I like pressure. No, I could see that. The the best one is when um Christian Bale was doing Terminator and like the cinematographer or somebody was applying like a light and he went off on that rant. Oh, good for you. Yeah, that was a dick move. Yeah. So anyone that hasn't heard it, go look uh go look up Christian Bale rant um Terminator movie. No, I think it was great. Too, because he was trying to explain. He's like, "Yo, man, like I'm, I'm like in the scene. Like I have to work myself up emotionally for." I mean, he's filming the Terminator. You know, he's like John Connor. So I don't know how like serious like he has to. So that was part of his method acting. He just got really into the role. And- yes, but again, he, it's it's not like he's filming like The Godfather. I heard the opposite of Tom Cruise recently. Didn't Alec Baldwin shoot somebody because they were wearing a mask on the set? No, really. Is it... (laughs) Are you being serious right now? Oh, okay. Sometimes I can't tell because your your ignorance is like unexpected at times. So like sometimes it's hard to tell like when you're being deadpan or when you're really ignorant about some shit. And I'm sorry for anyone that joke affects, man. That was a tragedy. I actually just saw a video someone posted on Reddit, a video, you know, um, like on all those true crime shows where they have like the the person accused of a crime when they're like sitting in like the detective's office or whatever, like that, like uh, what's that called? The uh, surveillance camera, like footage yeah, from, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. from, I just saw footage in the room when uh, the detective and him were like uh, filling out the paperwork and the detective got the call that that woman had died and she told him like that. So I just watched a video of his like actual reaction when he found out, uh, the, was she the cinematographer? I'm trying to remember. Or the assistant director or the director. She was like one of the like, because the cinematographer is almost basically like a director. It's They're actually the director of photography is what a cinematographer oh, okay. is. They're as important as a director in many cases. Oh, what shit. What was that? That's, <laughs> I forgot to turn off my uh, notification. That's my uh, breaking news alert. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? What's breaking news? What's more important than... Uh, breaking news. Katie, uh, Kathy Bowden, a member of the Weather Underground, imprisoned for her role in a fatal robbery, but who later helped former inmates, died at 78. The Weather Underground were like uh, 
radical hippie group in the no, I 60s. I remember vaguely. Yeah, but so they, they would like blow up like post offices and <laughs> so shit like I that. I have to ask you this. What checkbox do you have to check to make that breaking news on your phone? <laughs> That's just, it's the New York Times. That's major. Like the Weather Underground, man. She was a major like figure in, you know, American yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. Shame on me for not knowing. Nobody else probably knows it. Well, you know the Weather Underground. Yeah, the uh, the Humpty dances. Da, 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 hum. <laughs> That's the, the digital Humpty Humpty. underground. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, listen, they gave us uh, Tupac. Yeah, I called you Tupac. I called you fat. <laughs> Look at me, I'm skinny. <laughs> All right, you ready to move on? Yeah, I don't know. I, I lost those ways. Yeah. Oh, oh, I will send my terror in front of you, and will throw into confusion all the people against whom you shall come. And I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. It's like, first he says, all the people against whom you shall come. And you're going to come across people. Like, you're just going to terrorize them? What if they go, hey, welcome. Welcome, Hebrews. Hang out. Stay a couple of days on your way to wherever the fuck you're going. But no, no. You got to walk in with an attitude. That's a good point. And he's, by the way, the same guy that said earlier, like, you know what it's like to be resident aliens so treat other resident aliens well. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost feel like um, like Will Smith will shoot one of these guys down and like, I could have been at a barbecue, but you got to come down here with your badass <laughs> attitude. Yeah, he's sending them in with a bad fucking stank yeah. attitude yeah. already. Yeah. Or he's the ba- the bad like stank attitude. Yeah, I don't like it. I will send and my terror. Send- fr- so wait, so he's talking about like he's he talks about his angel. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna send like his angel in front. Now he's calling th- that angel his terror. Yeah. Why not just keep calling it my angel or my angel of terror? Well, why don't you just call him angel in the morning? <laughs> That's good, Scott. <laughs> going deep here. Going deep. Nice. Yeah. Go. Is it really that deep, Scott? I'm no. waiting for a non-80s reference from you. <laughs> I don't have You any. are so fucking dated, man. <laughs> Which is strange considering I wasn't date worthy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. You started dating your wife in the 80s. And I will send the pestilence in front of you. A pestilence. Which shall drive out the Hivites, the Canaanites... And the Hittites from before you. But not the Parasites, the... Oh, he's got something special for them. Jebusites. <laughs> not something special for them. Okay. <laughs> so the pestilence, the translations, they think it might have been locusts or hornets. Hornets. If you oh, could, you, could you, the you looked at yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't even know what yeah, the yeah, pestilence yeah. Okay. But I will not drive them out before you in one year. In right, the land this is what because, we talked about, yeah, right? Yeah, right, right. So little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and possessed the land. Again, just taking credit for shit he had no, 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 nothing. I will set your borders from the Red Sea or the Sea of Reeds to the Sea of the Philistines and from the wilderness to the Euphrates. For I will hand over to you the inhabitants of the land and you shall drive them out before you. I, I don't know if you didn't research, like, the borders he's describing, is that, like, present-day Israel? No, it's too far. Um, well, the wilderness to the Euphrates is the river. That's too far. The Euphrates is too far east of where the border of Israel is now. Could it have been the border then? Like, I don't know if we get to that. Like, maybe they 
ceded some land back to whoever they terrorized? I don't think so. I don't think so. I I I don't I don't want to cause a shitstorm here. Yeah. But I'm just thinking in a world where terrorism is in a world <laughs> where <laughs> terrorism in a world where terrorism of all the gin joints and all the towns and all the world she walks into mine. <laughs> um terrorism's are, like they, people throw that word around a lot. I'm sorry, start over again. Terrorism. The, these hundreds of thousands of people walked with terror before them. Mm-hmm. Are these the first terrorists? No. You saying that politically the, correctly the, the or? F- they brought terror. I'm they sorry. Had- Are you asking me if I'm <laughs> saying anything politically correctly? They had a wacky, waving, flailing describe, tube man. Describe terrorism. Me. I don't know. Showing up and busting down your churches. Right. And, uh, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were American patriots in 1773 terrorists? Yes. It, I guess it's the uh, it's which side you're on. Right. Are you a freedom fighter or so, are you a terrorist? So I'm going to say that they were not the first terrorists. I'm going to say that as soon as societies were established, there must have been people who were f- up fighting the underclass were fighting against established like societies. Okay, but this I can understand if they rose up in Egypt and overthrew the Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Well, these but they're are, walking into like sovereign lands and like kicking ass as they go well, through. Look, I wouldn't I wouldn't call these people terrorists because I think terrorists are more ideological based. These are more people who are looking to take over a land to live in that land rather than convert anybody. But they're not looking to take over this land. They're passing through these lands. Oh, no, I guess no. I guess no. This no, is, this is yeah. the land. Okay, all right. They're going to get to the land where, you know, these people, these tribes occupy. So they're an invasion force at least. Yes. All right. Yes. All they're right. definitely an invasion force. Huh. I said they're like locusts. They're yeah. going to descend upon like this land and take it over. I heard they move from planet to planet, exhausting all the resources. Exactly. And Earth is next. Exactly. Yeah. So they're going to have to upload like a virus. <laughs> 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 and then like the stupid aliens at like the control panel. Like, <laughs> before the ship blows up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I ain't heard no fat lady. <laughs> I so hear just, no bell. I, I will hand over to you the inhabitants of the land, and you shall drive them out before you. It's like God's going to corral them and just let the, the Hebrews have at it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They don't have to do the hard work. Yeah. Right. And well, then, uh, you shall make no covenant with them or their guards. We're their his gods. chosen people. They shall not live in your land, or they will make you sin against me. For if you worship their guards, it will surely be a snare to you. I feel like... He's contradicting, right? You know what I feel like? I feel like, remember E.T.? Remember Elliot and E.T. became symbiotic where if Elliot was sick, like E.T. would get like all sick. And when E.T. was sick, Elliot would get all sick. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I kind of feel like there's all these like different like deities hanging out. And like the deity that gets strongest is the one that has the most people like worshiping him sure. so god is getting like real powerful now because like all these people like this concentration of people are worshiping him 
But if they start worshiping some other deity, then his power starts to like get like, it's like a podcast you know, he's right. Like less and less while some other gods like power might start increasing. So he's like, don't worship no other gods. So can we like, like send the message out? Like, yo, stop worshiping Joe Rogan. Come to our side so we can like grow bigger. And like, yes. Joe Rogan's the goal, right? He's the yeah, uh, absolutely. He's the, he's the and then within a month, we'll have all ten million of Rogan's listeners. Yeah, well, when they see the light. Yeah, I never listened to Joe. Oh no, that's not true. I have listened to him. I've listened to Rogan. Yeah. I used to like. I, I used to like listening to Rogan. Like I, used, I started listening to Rogan. I would say, maybe five or six years ago, and he would have like really interesting conversations because he was. He was a self-admitted like conspiracy theorist. Oh, okay. So he would have on like um like people with interesting theories. It would be fun to listen to. Oh, okay, that's cool. You know, like UFO guys who presented like compelling like evidence or um Egyptologists who presented like compelling evidence, you know, mm. or like people who uh talked about like tribes in the Americas or like Atlantis like presenting information about like Atlantis. But he also had like serious people on, like um, astronomers, you know, mm. people who would talk about um, like Brian Cox. He's like a British physicist or astrophysicist. So, you know, he would come on talking about black holes, this, that. When he came I, on, when I he, sent you like an interview. Yeah, when he came on and talked, did he sound American? And then you saw him like off screen, he sounded all British? No, he was definitely, he sounded oh. British. No, this guy sounded British. But I sent you an interview with um, Brian Green. Yes, yes. That was really good. He was on Beverly Hills, right? 9029. <laughs> we already did the skit. <laughs> we did the skit last week. So that was, was a good week? interview. So I really like listening to Rogan. Something happened though, like his brain snapped because two things. One, he started complaining about woke culture, which to an extent, you know, like I at the beginning of this show, I I said like yes, to a certain extent, there is woke culture, but the problem is he only comes at it from one side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When that's not the reality, that's not arguing in good faith. Like woke culture is like both sides are engaged in culture wars, right? And two, um, the pandemic like broke his brain. You know, um when he started suggesting that young like young adults shouldn't be getting vaccinated now whether they should or shouldn't i don't know it seems like the do- doctors are saying they should you know so i'm going to go with that what qualified him to tell people that they shouldn't i don't know and you got, and you have a responsibility now because you have millions of listeners. I mean, look, but then, but, 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 but maybe but, but, he but. believes, maybe he believes what he's saying, right? So he sure is, he, does, he sure. is being responsible. But my question to him is, what qualification do you have? I'm gonna flip this on you, man. Yeah, you're using this. This, this podcast is your platform. Okay, not like, really. What, what qualifies you to insult every Islanders fan? Their pieces. Oh, what qualifies me to insult them? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've been a Ranger fan since 1981. Nice. Uh, that's how many years now? That's Lots. 40, 41 it's years. Like more than ten. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. So let's do the math real quick. We're in 2022. Uh, 1981. Uh, that's 
22 minus one, carry the three. That's like that's like 13 years at least, right? So, I've I've been a Ranger fan, and we've played the Islanders quite a number of times. I've gone to many Ranger Islander games in person as well as witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to WFAN uh, radio, which is the radio station in New York, the sports talk radio station. Mm-hmm. I've heard these fucking idiots from Long Island call into the radio <sighs> station um, and talk about the Islanders. Um, I've had Islander fans in my life. Um, you know, uh, we're not going to name names, but like Lenny being one of them. Um <laughs> You know, um, so I have been around Islander fans and to a man and woman, Mm -hmm. they're just assholes. (laughs) All right. And with that, I think, wait, wait, let me, let me go back. Let's get back to the Bible for just for one second. I mean, since Um, that's what the show's about, (laughs) we may as well. (laughs) They shall not live in your land or they make you sin against me, blah, blah, blah. Like, so he's like, be nice to resident aliens, but let's pause that shit. Let's wipe the land clean for these people. And anybody you let in afterwards, you'll be nice to. But the people there, you give no respect to. Again, it's a contradiction because on the one hand, he's saying be nice to resident aliens. On the other hand, once you own this shit, I guess I'm going to blight them. And right. So he wants to wipe the slate clean, I guess. I was going to say, uh, when you said we should do 23 and 24, I mean, you said only maybe 23, and I was yeah. like, that's too short. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. This, this yeah, because is- we, have, we, we have a lot to talk about. And, you know, you, you're constantly going off on tangents. And honestly, if the Islander fans weren't such fucking cunts, <laughs> um, you know, I could stay on topic. But they've got me so fucking riled up. Yeah. But you know what the nice thing is? Did we talk about Adderall online you know, or did we talk yeah, about Yeah, we talked about it. You know what the nice thing about Islander fans is? I don't have to deal with them because the Islanders didn't make the playoffs. Mm. Even though they were favored to maybe win the Stanley Cup this year. So that makes it extra special for me that they didn't even make the fucking playoffs. So before we sign off, I just want to say one more time to Islander fans. Fuck you. <laughs> Let's go Rangers. How many Islander fans do you think there are? In the world, or I guess yeah, in the world, this podcast is worldwide. I'm gonna say. I just like, want to know how many people okay, you've well, alienated. Real Islander fans or like fake Islander fans? You know that jump on the bandwagon. Well, ju- bandwagon or not, like if I lived on Long Island, I would Island- probably be in a Long so Island. Islander fans that care that I'm calling them assholes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say Islander fans with the brain capacity to really understand <laughs> what I'm saying. And to have the attention span to have gotten far enough into the podcast, I'm going to say there's at least like seven of them. All right. So you just seven listeners we're never going to have. Well, that's if all seven of those fucking idiot Islander fans are listening. No, but you you prefaced it with like the ones that made it this far. Ah, listen, they just know I'm busting their balls. Now go home and get your shine boxes. (laughs) You (laughs) motherfucker. Keep them here, Henry. Keep them here. All right. Um, fun episode. Yeah, it was fun. Um, until next time. Peace. Peace.